This is a HeadGum Podcast. You will drive us. Welcome to Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Lindsay Weber. I'm Bobby Finger. And here we are back this week, the week of April 3rd, with your Who's There edition featuring your calls, your thoughts, your opinions. Talk back. Because you have such good calls and opinions. Lindsay, this is a terrible intro. I don't know what you were trying to do here. You but... are talking to me about bad intros? Okay, sir. Okay. All right. Let's 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 relax. Should, um, we, should we argue? Should we fight about life again days later? <laughs> I'm still thinking about how bad life it was. Life was good. I literally was like, don't see it. Don't see it. And I was it's like, so seeing stupid. it. I wish I could tell you why it's bad, but there's so many spoilers involved that I can't even tell you. I thought it was good. Literally, the um, best thing about life was the fact that I went to the movie theater with the leather seats that reclined back. How much were your tickets there, by the way, if you don't mind me asking? 15 but totally worth it. Oh, but that's normal price for... Battery Park is where it's at. New York. I'm, I'm, I mean, I like Alamo still because of the food, but Battery Park is where it's at. And no one's ever there. No one's ever there. And there's a Shake Shack, and you can bring the Shake Shack in. They have little <laughs> tables. You can eat the Shake Shack and recline Wait. all the way back. Do you mean that as in it's allowed or you just do it? You just do it. So it's not really allowed. It, uh, al- quote unquote allowed. So you, There are no rules. When you put in, do you put the Shake Shack in your bag? Like you're probably yes. making it a little hard to see. Yeah. Okay. I see what you you're doing. You put the Shake Shack in your bag. You walk up the 25 escalators it <laughs> the takes to get to the battery 25 escalators. Park. Oh my God. <laughs> you go through the, the lobby that looks like passengers. You go all the way up to the top. You buy your ticket. You go into the thing. You lean all the way back in your reclining chair, which by the way is electric. I don't know how that's going to work for them for over the years. And you eat your Shake Shack and you watch the shittiest movie of all time, which is Life Starring, <laughs> Ryan, Ryan Reynolds and Jake Gyllenhaal. And then what you do is you listen to these calls from Who Weekly. <laughs> Hi, Bobby and Lindsay. It's Sarah, your number one super fan. Um, you know, I woke up this morning and it was pouring. And then I listened to Who Weekly and then the sun came out. And, you know, I don't want to draw any scientific conclusions from this, but whatevs. Um, I just want to say that a long time ago, like three weeks ago, I saw on the Facebook, um, who's, um, that someone was like, why is Jennifer Aniston a them? Um, I don't understand. And I just want to say that you might not know this, but everything you wear, everything you say, like the way that you do your makeup, probably the way that you do your hair, your entire sense of humor, like, who you think is attractive, who you pick for a mate. Jennifer Aniston, she fucking invented all that shit for you. And so you better recognize Jennifer Aniston until the day that she dies because she will always be a them. She is, like, the them. And I don't even – I really I, – I do like Jennifer Aniston. I've always been Team Aniston. But this isn't about me liking Jennifer Aniston. This is about reality. Okay, um, I don't even know if you guys want to play this. It was a really long time ago. I just thought you guys would want to know that that's how I feel because you know how much I love you, and I know that when you love someone, you want to know how they feel. Okay, uh, or when someone loves you, you want to know how they feel. It's probably not as true as the opposite. But anyway, uh, good form, Bella Thorne, goodbye. Sarah, 
we love you. <laughs> I really love you, Sarah. Sarah, that's an incredible call. And also, it's really strange to me. I thought I was the only one uh, on the planet who frequently used the phrase, this isn't about Jennifer Aniston. This is about reality. <laughs> I say that, you know, four or five times a day. Let's give credit where credit's due. Sarah really is the OG Who Weekly fan from a hundred episodes ago. From the yeah. very first episode, Sarah has been there by with, by us. And Sarah has always been there by, apparently, Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> I mean, who who wouldn't be? It's true. I mean, no matter what new hy- hydrating product that Jennifer Aniston gives her name to, she will always be a them. Yes. What's her, what's, what is left for her to hydrate on her body? There's nothing left. Well, she's doing. She's done her. She's done her skin. She's done her her, in, her insides and her, her eyeballs. eyeballs. What's Maybe left? Her hair. Does she have a hair? Oh, she doesn't have hair. Does she do? I think she, she might. Do have. Like, she could do a conditioner, maybe. Ooh, yeah, like a hydrating conditioner. You know where else? You know where else she stayed hydrated? Where? In her uh, Emirates flight, because she gets. <laughs> she had the shower. She, she stayed hydrated. Sh- she she stays hydrated on the plane. She had the shower. Remember that? Do you remember that? That yes. commercial where she's like, yes. "Where's the shower? Where's the shower?" In that, like I mean, that sort of privilege though, is unbelievable. If you were on a fancy plane, that's the first thing you would do is go like take the shower, even if you didn't even need to take a shower. You'd just be like, "I'm taking a shower." Imagine being on a plane, like shoving into your middle seat on Delta or whatever, and being like, "Oh, excuse where's me, miss, shower? where's the shower?" Jennifer Aniston told me to expect a shower. But props to Jennifer Aniston for treating any opportunity where you're somehow like in a very fancy place with free things, just like I would, where you have to do everything even if you don't want to do it. Like if you're at a buffet and the buffet is very nice and in, and you, somehow you're there for free, you're like, I got to eat everything here. I don't even <laughs> like this shit. But here I go diving into some of the most disgusting food here because it's free. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. You go to an Airbnb and it's a really nice house and you just got to touch and try everything. Outdoor shower, got a shower in it. Big tub, taking a tub too. Water slide, going down the slide. That is a very, that is a very you thing though, Lindsay. Uh, (laughs) As someone who has been in many, 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 many Airbnbs with Lindsay, like the first, the first, the first like hour of being in an Airbnb with Lindsay is Lindsay (gasps) discovering (gasps) everything. (gasps) And then not only <gasps> discovering everything, making plans to use all the things in the future. Well, we got to be it. We got to use the hot tub. We got to use this. Oh, did you see in the kitchen? They had the cat. Oh, they had like a thing in the cabinets. We got to do this. Ooh, a Monopoly set? When we play Monopoly. Uh, you became obsessed with the, the light bulb speaker uh, <laughs> at our last Airbnb. They had a speaker and a light bulb. It was a Bluetooth light bulb that fair, had a speaker in it. They left a note that was like, connect to this bluetooth and like try to guess where the sound was coming from so they made it a fun game for me and i was very engaged in the game oh you love the game um so (sighs) moving on next call uh jennifer aniston thank god hi bobby and Lindsay. this is rachel from chicago so yesterday i went to see david schwimmer speak about a play that he's a part of in chicago and they had a q a session at the end and sophia bush who lives in chicago shooting her show got up and asked a question. She spent way too much time talking about herself and kind of acted like David knew who she was and then sit back down. So a couple questions. David Schwimmer is a them, right? But Sophia Bush, is she a who or is she a them? I know she's famous from One Tree Hill and she has her show now, but I don't know. And then second question, does David Schwimmer know who Sophia Bush is? She, I think she's one of those people 
who thinks she's way more famous than she is, but I don't know. Your call. Wondering what you have to say about it. Love your show. Good form, well of more. Thanks. Bye. Uh, I mean, my gut. Sophia's a who? Sophia's a who? Definitely a who. I don't think that David Schwimmer probably recognized her asking a Q&A, but I definitely think they've met. Because right. if you Google both of the names together, you get a few options where they've been in events together, which does not mean they know each other at all, but it means they've probably met. So, like, they both were at some charity oh. ball. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then it, there's one where it's a gettyimages.com image, and the um, the caption is, actor David Schwimmer and Sophia Bush attend the Gen Art 11th Annual Fresh Faces, whatever, which mm-hmm. makes it sound like too. they were yeah. there, to, which sounds like they there. were there together, but they were not together at um, that event. I, so he's definitely a, she's definitely a who, he's definitely a them. I wanted to point out that uh, I found it incredibly brave that you would go onto a podcast and begin a call with, so I went to a talk from David Schwimmer last night. Um, uh, although I will say, I will say this is the best medium to say something like that because you ha- you don't have to deal with the, the follow-up questions. Can which I are, also say why were you there? <laughs> why weren't you doing literally anything else? Anything else. else? <laughs> um, I got to say something, though. Q&As are probably the worst thing in, of all time. They're my least like, favorite thing in the world. You could be at the most interesting talk, and as soon as you open for Q&As, you got to get out of there. It is the worst people saying, uh, I don't have a question, but I just wanted to say, uh, here's 25 minutes of me talking about how great you are, whatever. I guess what's really funny to me is that Sophia Bush took the opportunity away from a nobody she loves as art a who, to ask David Schwimmer a question about his performance or whatever. She loves art. Um, but yeah, you're right. Q&As are a scourge on culture. They're Truly. always bad. Truly. They're always bad. Truly. Um, and and again, I, I have I have the same policy that I created over a long period of time. I used to suffer through Q&As. And now if I go to a screening and there's a Q&A, I run the fuck out. This actually happened recently. I went to see Nocturnal Animals and there was a Q&A with Tom Ford afterwards. And I was like, I cannot be in the room for this. I mean, Q&A So the moment it ended, I ran out. Yeah. I ran out in a huff and then like brushed past Tom Ford because he was on oh. his way into Ooh. the theater and it was very Ooh. intense. It was Ooh. very intense. Ooh. Ooh. But I had to get out of there. But and the you Q- go and they'll say and they'll say, please don't sorry, I'm 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 being very talky. Yeah, but you, you know are. when they're when they say like, um, please, please be nice to the to the creators here and, and do not leave until the Q and A is finished? No. <laughs> leave. They cannot hold you there. They're not going to stop you. No one will ever stop you. I would you. say Get out it's of respectful to the creators to leave before the Q&A because you, if you know, if you've ever been to a Q&A, you know that nobody enjoys them, especially the creators, because people just get up there and just blah, blah, blah about their own agenda. Hello, my name is Lindsay. Here's what I do for a living. Here's why I'm such a big fan of yours. And here's my question, which is not even really a question. It's actually just an opinion or a response to your work that you or just have to go, oh, yes, good for just you. Just to brag to make it seem like I know you better than anything anyone else i know your work better Ugh, hi david Q&As. it's me sophia bush of one tree hill fame i just had a question for you which is uh as an actor myself i'm an actor also i understand <laughs> these things like that is what people do good morning Lindsay and bobby it's 8 30 in the morning and i just made myself a cup of coffee and it made me think of who the who's and thems of coffee are um, I feel like we grew up with a very specific set who's that I'm just not sure are who's. I mean, sorry. 
um, like Maxwell House and Folgers and all of those brands that are not necessarily them's anymore. And then Starbucks happened. Um, but like, who is Gregory and why is this coffee everywhere? Um, and like, where do brands like Stumptown and like Wakalan and you know, whatever Whole Foods brands are out there. Are they whose? Are they them's? Um, I, I, I really am just calling because I have the jingle, you know, the smell, the taste of waking up. Is coffee in your cup? <laughs> in my head. And, um, thanks. It's the Shout out to the hero calling Who Weekly at 8.30 in the morning. <laughs> at 8.30 in the morning before your Java. I can't even imagine. I can't Ugh. imagine doing anything before my Java. Um, and here you are calling to Who Weekly. Good form. Uh, I'm bowing out of this one right here. What What was the question again? Um, <laughs> what was the question? Who? What are the who's and them's of coffee? Who is Gregory? One One thing I will I will mention, I don't really know. I think you got Folgers. You got Maxwell House. Uh, as your main thems of coffee. You got Starbucks as your main them of coffee. I wanted to ask you, Lindsay, I would call Coffee Bean and Tea Leaf a who of coffee, but that's because I'm on the East Coast. They're definitely a them. Just like I would call Duncan a them of coffee, but I'm on Thank the East you. Coast. Thank you for respecting Duncan as the them um, of coffee. But I think who coffee brands, apart from your Starbucks and um, maybe Seattle's best uh Duncan, they're so regional that I that it's a hard question to ask apart from like your big contenders, your monoliths of the industry, uh, you know. But I will say Gregory's a big who because Gregory just came out of nowhere and started showing up everywhere. One thing that I find really irritating is that Gregory, the the logo of Gregory's coffee is this very like, it's the silhouette of like a hipster haircut with hipster glasses as well, like a faceless I literally silhouette. have never heard of this person, Gregory. There are several in New York. I used to go to one when I worked on Madison Avenue. The only good place to get coffee was Gregory's because I don't know if any of you work in Midtown. Midtown is a coffee desert. All you've got are Starbuckses and every Starbucks has a three-hour line. Is there a Dunkin'? So, is there a Dunkin'? Not near. Uh, There are a couple Dunkin's. There There's got to be a Dunkin'. Okay. Yeah, but the thing is, I was... Uh, I want iced coffee, and I'm. Uh, this is an assholy thing, but it sounds like an assholy thing, but it's specifically due to the acid. Bear with me. I prefer cold brew iced coffee because Ugh. it's less acidic. Um, First of all, I have to say Dunkin' Donuts has cold brew now, so you could go there. They used to brew. not. This was years ago. This um, is new. Second of all, you couldn't pay me money to drink cold brew. That shit is an laxative. I will Star- poop my pants immediately Star- if I drink cold brew. Starbucks didn't have cold brew at the time. Neither did Dunkin'. The only option was Gregory's. So I went there. It was fine. It's fine. I never knew that Gregory was based on someone named Gregory. And guess what, people? He looks just like the logo. I thought it was. <laughs> guess I what, thought- people? I thought Gregory was like a brand mark invented by, you know, uh, your creative team who's who's developing your brand. No, 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 Gregory's a person and Gregory looks just like that. Here's the thing about coffee. 
people like it when they haven't really heard about it because it's like a product that you can be make you can make artisanal. So the coffees yeah. that you've never heard of are like the more artisanal ones, supposedly, and that's why they're like hooey, but they're actually kind of themy in status because those are the ones you pay like so much money for yeah. because you're like, There's- oh, I only drink like from the rainforest of <laughs> you know like that's your coffee right yeah you only uh, <laughs> it's really fun to be an elitist when it comes to coffee and being oh an elitist means respecting the who's the Here's who beans the, thing. the who beans low, i have lowbrow taste all the way down to my coffee and that is why i drink dunkin donuts iced coffee <sighs> with milk and sugar catch me at a dunkin <laughs> catch me at a dunkin <laughs> this anecdote I have shared with friends several times, but I was, uh, I was home for Christmas or something, and uh, I was having some Java. This was a number of years ago, but I was like having some Java, and I poured some Java out of my parents, you know, coffee maker, put it in the mug, and I was like, oh, oh, I think I think I just put milk in it actually, and I was like, mom, I was like, mom, this coffee is so good. What kind do you and dad use? And my mom gives me this like thousand yard stare and just goes. Bobby, it's Folgers. She was like, <laughs> Dad and I have drank Folgers for 40 years. And I was like, oh, okay. Oh, it's never And then mind. all of a sudden, like, the jingle was like, best <laughs> part of waking up. Exactly. And then you smiled at the camera. Okay, hi. First of all, I dialed 1-800-WHO-THEM because I just assumed it was 1-800. Um, but it's actually 619, which I think is kind of a WHO area code. Um, anyways, this is Jane. I'm calling for the first time. My sister Maggie recommended the podcast to me, and I love it so much. I went back through and listened to every episode every day of my life. You guys are amazing. My question is, is Josh Gad a who? Um, I think he was the best part of Frozen and the best part of Beauty and the Beast, which I have seen twice in theaters and might go back again tomorrow. Um, I think that's it. Just wanted to know if you guys thought he's a who or a them. I think he should have his own Disney character. He's done so much for Disney, and I think he's awesome. Okay, um, good form, Bella Thorne. Um, Josh Gad is definitely a who in the Broadway sense, where it's like he's a big them on Broadway. Right. Because of, like, Book of Mormon. But if your most but if your most famous role is you're the voice of a snowman in a in a in a I'm not being shady, but no, I truthfully, know. like no one He's knows what Josh Gad looks like. Maybe you know what he sounds like. It's funny the way that some Broadway celebrities translate to movies. Cause in movies, he's now been typecast as the slob, like the disgusting schlubby slob yeah well no one can be like slightly overweight in hollywood without being like the fat guy or whatever i mean he's he was he's he's filling the role of um of jack black of jack black a singing a singing friendly guy a singing but sometimes disgusting and there were two movies um that he is absolutely gross in one of which we have seen we saw together which um the movie thanks for sharing never forget he was pink's love interest Oh, I Remember? loved that movie. No, you did not. You did not like Thanks for Sharing. <laughs> You're right. I hated it. So Wait. Thanks for Sharing was a movie about sex addiction. Why did starring, we see that together? Um, we went to a screening. We had screening. We had like tickets or something. We were like, it was, like so a weird... excited for it. Yeah. And it was so bad. So, um, God, five years ago, kill me. 
Mark Ruffalo, Tim Robbins, Gwyneth Paltrow, Josh Gad, and oh, remember they called her Alicia Moore because she was yeah. Trying didn't to go they both have straight. drug problems or something? And then no, they had sex addiction. Oh, um, you're right. And... That was an awful movie. <laughs> but remember Josh Gad's sex addiction? Addiction. He was a doctor, and he, it manifested he, in that he took he uh, upskirt off. photos. Yes, and he then would he put... would like rub up against people <clears throat> on subways. Yeah, he assaulted women, and he and he <sighs> took photos of them, and Alicia Moore couldn't deal with it. Um, obviously. But he, remember he put cameras on his feet and then he would like put his feet under like skirts. <laughs> so complicated. But he was a doctor. Anyway. Um, that, and then honestly he was though, in... I think you mentioning Thanks for Sharing is the first and last time that movie has been mentioned since it came out in 2012. Yeah. But right? in, also no in the way. movie, yeah. In the movie uh, Love and Other Drugs, a terrible Anne Hathaway, Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal movie, he was like the disgusting roommate who... It was another thing, like, it was just a ton of jerk-off jokes. Uh, oh, he's disgusting. I feel like there was a scene where he watched them have sex or something secretly and jerked yeah. off. Whatever. Disgusting. <laughs> uh, but he's always that guy in movies. It, he's LeFou in Beauty and the Beast. But, I mean, he's also, like, as just a guy, he's got a very James Corden thing where he is, like, the, a triple threat where he sings, he dances, he acts, he's, like, funny, he's approachable, he's cute, he, you know, he... Mm-hmm. He's very good on talk shows when he was doing press. He's probably the best person doing press for Beauty and the Beast because no one else could, like, deal. You know, like, Emma Watson yeah. can't deal. Dan Stevens can't deal. Dan uh, seems like, what am I doing here? Emma right, Watson like, is like, books, books, books. <laughs> right. And he's <laughs> the only one who's, like, going on and, like, actually being funny and playing with the form. And him and Luke Evans who's also was also quite good. He was Gaston. They were both, like, doing the Again, rounds in the right theater. way. Theater. I know. Theater people. I know. Which is they ironic know how because... To do it. Well, it's ironic because the whole thing with the exclusive gay moment, you remember that? Oh, yeah. Um, and it's funny because Luke Evans is gay, like IRL. Mm-hmm. So there, yeah. so that is even more of an interesting thing. And the exclusive gay moment was like such a nothing thing, turned mm-hmm. out. Anyways, I feel like Josh Gad is totally on the way to themdom in terms of if he keeps like doing interesting things. Oh, you know what? He was in that uh, – I left out um... – what? The other the other play musical that he was in that was a big deal, uh, the 25th annual Putnam County Spelling Bee, which is a big deal. And he right. was in that. I think that may have been where he got but a start. I got to say, Josh Gad, here's my advice to you because you're listening to this podcast right now. Stop doing voices on cartoons and for dogs in a dog's purpose. Oh, he was the voice of the dog. Oh, my God. You're right. Okay. He has to stop doing that you because nobody will ever know who you are. But you know what? It's what? such good money. I know, Are but you kidding? Dude, I know. I know. Trust me. This is fake advice, but I'm saying if you want anyone to recognize who you are, st- st- don't be the voice of a yeah. dog in the dog's purpose. He's gonna. He's gonna go um, serious in the next few years. I'm you sure think he'll so? get he'll like do a, a he'll role. get he'll get like a serious um sort of Oscar baity role that I he mean, might get nominated for, for, but he won't win. Was pretty serious. <laughs> but he was still. He was still the comic relief sex addict. Did anyone say thanks for sharing and thanks for sharing? Do you remember? I don't think so. Was anyone like, oh, thanks for sharing? I feel like that movie, I feel like that movie probably didn't have a title until a month before it came out. And it was just Untitled Sex Addiction Project Forever. (laughs) And they were like, what the hell are we going to call this thing? Oh, my God. Do you think they went to the boardroom and somebody was like, we have a new movie. Pink is in it. And someone goes, oh, thanks for sharing. And then they're like, that's the name. Hollywood. Thanks for sharing. Oh, he's in the uh, he's in the new Murder on the Orient Express movie, which is going to be a big deal later this year. Is he Let's playing a dog or is he playing himself? He's playing the train. He's playing the train. 
He's like, oh, was there just a murder on me? Oh. Beep, beep. <laughs> Wait, do trains beep? Dude, they, dude. they ding ding they Who, ding ding here i come ding ding i'm the train oh my god that's so funny actually hi who weekly um so i was just walking back from work and i saw tim daly walking around like nothing happened um you both reported that he broke both of his legs i believe in sundance this was um after the whole time daily fiasco so um I would love if you could both get to the bottom of this, figure out what happened and how he recovered so quickly from a double leg break. Anyways, thank you both so much for your podcast, for everything, and good form, Bella Thorne. I love this for uh, innumerable reasons. Um, one of them is that he referred to us as reporting this. He's like, <laughs> you guys reported this. Um, uh, that is such a compliment thank you and then also the fact that the the story about Tyne Daly was referred to as the Tyne Daly fiasco <laughs> um I don't know how I don't have a response to this other than I it sounds like he healed very well um here's the thing though I just went to Tim Daly's Instagram which is instagram.com slash Timmy Daly and there's a picture of him in a car and his le- and the car is like retrofitted so the bottom of the door is cut off so his leg can stick out of the car. I guess he's filming Madam Secretary, but they're only filming the top of his body and his leg has a brace on it. Oh, wow. Mm, but he so can still, maybe he can still walk on it. You probably saw him walking, but he still definitely has a brace on his legs. Um, oh my is, God, this, this iconic is, photo of him in uh, Tyne. There is also a uh. picture of him from five weeks ago that he posted uh, with x-rays of the many uh, bolts that are in his legs. So he is on his way to a, a recovery. It looks like he's healing great. Yeah. Thank God. Oh, I was very nervous that Tim Daly wasn't going to make it. Um, and it looks <laughs> like he is. It. He was always going to make it. He uh, was always going to make it, you asshole. He oh he saw oh 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 Lindsay scroll down you're gonna find something that is very good just where? you'll see it when you where? see it when you where? see it where where wait where he, he's holding something a a symbol of hoodum what what is he holding hold scroll on scroll down I can't a Rubik's cube ah <laughs> <laughs> Tim Daly saw Hamilton fifty-eight weeks ago. Fifty-eight weeks ago, we saw Hamilton. Tim Daly saw Hamilton. There he is with the playbill. He saw it late, but that's fine. He also posted two uh, Instagrams that are just pictures of hearts that he drew. Um, One is a heart, and then one. The next one is a heart that is cut off, and it just says "Be mine." So I think he got a little bit messed up on the posting there. (laughs) Two hearts. I loved him daily. Oh, he draws a lot. He loves to draw. He loves to draw. He loves to paint. Mm. Mm. I love his I voted uh, heart that he did. Yeah, he loves and to he, draw. And he a thing that Tim Daly does that I've just learned is that Tim Daly refers to his to everyone as humans. He, <laughs> he uses the word. It's like humans. Listen, I wonder humans. if he learned that from Tyne. Do this. Humans. Do you think he learned that from Tyne? Listen. Humans Time. for at Fergie killed it last night at the Creative Sea Party in Philly. <laughs> no. That's real. That's real. I love that it's like to humans. All humans. Throwback Thursday to dueling cubes with Steven at home. Oh, I love humans. I love, st- st- 
I love my sister Tyne. No, it says, it says humans. Happy birthday to my beautiful sister Tyne. I love you, Tyno. <gasps> he calls her Tyno. Oh Tino. my god. Tyno. Tyno. Maybe that's why she wasn't let in at the thing because the person knew her as her... Tyno. Why would you? The call person her knew her Tino? as Tyno, and when she wrote her name on the paper, he was like, "I don't know Tyne. I know Tyno." Why would you call her Tyno and not Tiny? What the fuck is Tyno? Tyno. Tyno. I don't know. Um, Timmy. Timmy Daly. Timmy Daly. S- broken two legs. Back in action on the set of Madam Secretary. <laughs> I've never seen it. I don't know what he plays. Back in action. Um, and we are done. Thank God. <laughs> oh, my God. Why? I'm exhausted. Um, I'm exhausted, and I'm so happy that Tim Daly is okay. I was thinking about him. His and legs. He was. Yeah, two, both legs, man. Breaking both legs. Oh, <laughs> God. Um, okay, so as always, um, please rate and review us on iTunes. Call in with your questions all the time. 619-WHO-THEM. Um, why, am I, why am I closing this? I don't know. It was like fun. You just went for it. <laughs> uh, and if you have any good ideas for um, objects Josh Gad could voice, please let us know. Uh, <laughs> use the hashtag Josh Gad voice. Ooh, Josh Gad voice. Will, good. good. Josh hashtag. Gad voice. And we good will go hashtag. through them and, and, and go through your suggestions. Uh, comb there through them. He could voice anything. I feel like tomorrow I'm looking at my gonna... desk. I'm looking at my desk right now. What's their lamp? He could be the lamp. I feel like tomorrow you're going to wake up and all of your objects are going to be alive with the voice of Josh Gad as like a punishment. Uh, Josh Gad as my coffee. Josh Gad as my speakers. It's Josh Gad. Um, (laughs) And still, no matter how many objects he plays, nobody will know what he looks like. (laughs) And that's it. So have a good weekend, everyone. Um, Truly. Have a good weekend. Bye. Bye. You or Jayla? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They wanna know. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Come on, come on. Hey. I want to be famous. Timmy Daly, broken two legs, back in action on the set of Madam Secretary. I've never seen it. I don't know what he plays. That was a headgum podcast.